it's time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our theme music is Fruit of the Louvre, provided by flick composer-producer Howard Eddy. Stay tuned, because it's on now. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. The Tom Sumner Program. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get through right it. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccine are available to millions of Americans, and soon they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, to hug her and see her on her birthday. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Ranger Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people, and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. Hi, I'm U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, and I'm listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Tom Sumner, and we've got a great show in store today. Coming up in the third half of our three-hour tour, we're going to talk with uh, Paulina Milana, who has written a book uh, called Committed, A Memoir of Madness in the Family, and she talks about having uh, grown up with a schizophrenic uh, mother and, and later uh, her younger sister was afflicted with the same thing. And uh, in the second hour, we're going to talk with um, the author uh, of, a, of a book with National Geographic called In the Footsteps of Jesus, which seems kind of appropriate in as much as uh, today is, the, is uh, National Day of Prayer. And so it's also appropriate that we start out the show today with a uh, very special guest. He's considered YouTube's most popular rabbi. He has his own critically acclaimed cable television series called Torah Forum with Manus Friedman. He is Rabbi Manus Friedman. He joins me by phone. Manus, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you, Tom? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well, I'm glad to say. Um let's um let's talk a little bit about uh being youtube's most popular rabbi for a moment if we can how did that come about 
Well, I think people are very bored and they'll listen to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because of the pandemic, or were you yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you a famous or uh, a favorite YouTube rabbi before the pandemic? I think there are some universal truths that are not being aired enough, and when people hear it, it kind of rings with you know intuitive truth, and there's not not enough of that. Um, I, I'm so glad you brought up truth because that seems to be in such short supply this uh, last, I, I was going to say this last year, but it, it, it's gone, it's been going on for years, this whole notion of fake news and alternative uh, facts and, you know, who's telling the truth and who isn't. There's a, a great story about uh, two politicians yelling at each other. One says to the other, are you lying to me? And he says, yeah, but hear me out. Yeah. 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 What, what are Very the... Very confusing. What are the universal truths? If we can't trust elected officials, if we can't trust science, um, what can we trust? Well, the question that nobody's asking and certain nobody is answering is why we were born in the first place. Why are we here? Why a universe? Why? Now, if it always existed, we wouldn't be able to ask that question. But we know that it didn't always exist. You know, there was the Big Bang and all that stuff. So why? Not how. I'm not interested in how. I'm not looking to create another universe. <laughs> so I don't need to know how. It's been done. I need to know why. Why am I here? And, and, and you see, people people are not taking life for granted anymore. We want to know why. And if we don't know why, it's depressing. Have, have you formed any uh, um, opinions or, or come across any great truths about why we're here? <clears throat> I think this uh, pandemic experience has forced us to, to think deeper. And, and the conclusion is that we've always assumed that we are needy and God is not. So we have to pray to God, prayer. We have to hope that we get on God's good side because we need so many things from him he can provide it and he needs nothing because he's god <clears throat> i think the truth is the exact opposite we are not the needy ones god who created the world obviously needs something you don't create a universe when you don't need anything so only god gets to need we are guests in god's world we don't need and psychologically, I am not needy. I am needed. I think that's that's the key. Interesting. That's the answer. I don't need anything because I'm no longer afraid of dying. And that's the you know that was the ultimate threat. Oh, you better behave yourself. You don't do this, that, or the other. You're going to die. You're going to die. And you know, young people today are saying. So what's your point? Don't do drugs. You're going to die. What's your point? 
you're saying that that my life is absolutely necessary to whom there's the big question <laughs> that that is a big question it, it, it's it's way over my head manis um but with this with the time we've had on our hands because of the pandemic and it has created a lot of anxiety for a lot of people um how do we how do we go back? I hope we never go back to what was. Because looking back at it, it don't look so good. <laughs> you know, the, the workplace? It could be better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we got to reinvent it. Never mind get better. It was such a horrible place. A place of stress, anxiety greed, competition. This is not a place for a human being. Everybody's on anti-anxiety pills. Everybody's on antidepressant pills. It's a horrible environment. We, got, we, we want to reinvent it and go back to a much healthier place. How do we so do I'm suggesting. Yeah, yeah, how do we do I'm that? I'm suggesting that nine to five, way too many hours invested in the business. Most people don't need that much time. So I ask uh, people who run big companies, if all your workers only worked for three hours a day, would you make any less money? <laughs> no. So why don't you work? have your workers work three hours a day on the business and the rest of the day plan how to make your community, your neighborhood, your society better? You're intelligent people. You're capable people. You'll make just as much money, maybe more, because you're focused in those three hours, and then spend the rest of the time doing what is good and right for the community. You know, I'm I'm getting old enough, uh, Manish, that I remember a time when businesses they weren't quite as uh, as devoted to community as as you suggest with a three hour workday and spend the rest of the day making the community better, but. But there was this sense that if I'm doing good, everybody does good. And that seems to have gone by the wayside. How come, do you think? Uh, commercialism and materialism, lack of values, lack of faith in God, lack of focus on God. I think the pandemic has forced us to think more maturely more responsibly to appreciate what we have i think we're more we're more mature we're healthier now and we don't want to go back to what was and we don't want the schools to be what they were i don't want to send my kid back to those schools that had no values that had no relevance to their lives that they dreaded attending we got to reinvent what we thought was normal because we've discovered that what we thought was life really isn't. We couldn't imagine, and this is really scary, we couldn't imagine being in the house with our own children for more than six hours in a row. <laughs> when we heard we would have <laughs> to be in the house thought. together, oh no, no, this is not going to work. Get the bod the the body bags ready. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you know, if the children are aware, and I'm sure they are, that the thought of spending many hours with them is dreadful, what, what effect does that have on the children? Yeah, is that how it's supposed to be? That is scary. And then with couples, the thought of being together for 12 hours in a row with your own spouse, why, that's hard? That's a painful thought? When in the beginning, that's all you could think about. Well, you know, I, I don't know if you want to plan to be together 12 hours a day, but if you if you have to be, what's not good about that? Why is that not good? And what kind of relationship do you have that you dread being together too much? You and we really have to rethink everything. You talk a lot about um, relationships and... and uh, family relationships and and marriage relationships um and and the breakup of marriages um is that on the is is divorce on the rise as if it wasn't already too high to begin with since the pandemic every every crisis brings out the truth in people those who were headed for divorce ended up in divorce and those who were not ended up with an improved relationship. So the pandemic just brought out what was there under the surface. I'm, I'm focusing on all the couples who thought they couldn't stand each other for more than six hours at a stretch, and they discovered that they really do appreciate having each other. They realize that being alone is horrible. And they don't want to be alone. And here's a person who is willing to be my partner in life. All of a sudden, they're grateful. And all the little complaints that they had now seem petty. <laughs> That's true. So their relationships have improved. And here's, the, here's the, the secret. I mean, the key to it all. We're taught that we must not serve God for the sake of reward. Do not serve God in order to get to heaven. And, and, and now it's so clear and it's so vivid. I mean, imagine a guy says to a woman, I want to marry you for your money. <laughs> Finally, an honest guy. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I want to marry you for your money. Why is that offensive? She has money. <laughs> he likes money. It's a match made in heaven. Why is it offensive? Because what he's really saying, thinly disguised, what he's really saying is, can I just have the money? I just want the money. <laughs> That's true. Hey, man, what, speaking, why does everything have to be so complicated? Speaking, speaking <laughs> of wanting the money, I have to take a short break here. Um, okay. Can you stick around for a few minutes so we can talk some more? Oh, for sure. Great. My guest is uh, Rabbi Manus Friedman, um, YouTube's most popular rabbi, and we'll have more right after this. Hello out there, everybody. It's me, Tigger. T-I-Double-G-R. That spells Tigger. And don't forget to remember to listen to Tom Sumner program on account of because he's so bouncy. <laughs> 
I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Our lives have been turned upside down by COVID-19. When a vaccine becomes available, it's critical that all of us get it. What we do as individuals will impact everyone's health, including those who can't get the vaccine. We won't get through this unless everyone takes part. Now is the time to get up to date on all recommended vaccines for both kids and adults. Experts say it's more important than ever for everyone to get their flu vaccine this year. And if you're older, you should get both the flu and pneumonia vaccines, since both illnesses can make COVID-19 even worse. Vaccines are available at a lot of convenient places, so be an example for friends and loved ones and encourage them to get vaccinated too. We all want to reunite, travel, and get back to school and work. But that means we all need to get on board. This is the time to do what's right for each other. Get vaccinated. It's our best shot. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe Biden from the Blue Hawaiian. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Dr. Comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Annan. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I've got willing to admit that. Hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a Kind. And check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com. MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums. Where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses. And where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County. Where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan.org.
This is Congressman Dan Kildee, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. And welcome back, everybody. We continue now with my conversation with uh, YouTube's most popular rabbi, Rabbi Manus Freeman. Manus, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around, and sorry to make you sit through all that. (laughs) It's what makes the world go round. There there you go. Um, Just before the break, we were were talking a little bit about... um, relationships and anxiety and the pandemic and and uh, I, I have to share with you that I actually uh, you were talking about hoping that we come out of the pandemic in a new normal um, because the normal before the pandemic didn't look so good and um, I, I have to say I had made the decision in January of 2020 to move all my gear home from a studio that I ran and and have my studio at home and then just a very few weeks later everybody was working from home and I have to say I really you know have felt fortunate because I don't feel like I've missed that much during the uh, the pandemic and that maybe speaks to the things we were doing before Absolutely. I found the same thing. I am more busy now. I used to travel a lot doing speaking engagements. Yeah. Now I I hardly travel, and I'm more busy than before, and I'm talking to more people than before. So, yeah, there's there's another way of doing it. We don't have to go back to the old way. And in marriage, for sure, we need to improve our marriages. And... and you have nine secrets to a good marriage? There are more. We'll settle for nine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought nine sounded like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> marriage is complicated. It is complicated. So but, but what are some things we can do to uncomplicate it? I think the first thing is be married to the person, not to the things about the person. We've become very, very depersonalized. You know, I love this about you and I love that about you. Other than that, I don't really need you. So it's the things that I appreciate, not the person. Let me count the ways. Yeah, and the person remains feeling alone in the world because it's not it's not me that is that is connected to you we just have shared interests like love for example you know what a man says i want to marry you for love i want to marry you out of love or a woman says let's get married we're in love what you're actually saying is all i want from you is the love i never asked for your opinion <laughs> don't give me your opinion don't give me your your moods don't give me your personality just the love okay <laughs> like like dragnet just the facts man just give me the love keep the rest i don't want it i didn't marry the rest i you know i've been uh rabbi i've been married a couple of times and I, it's been my experience that the opinions come anyway unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> No, but you see, that's that's the sad thing. 
nothing about your life is more important than your wife. We've got it. We've got it so, so wrong. You know, we have we love things in common. We should get married. No, you don't get married for things. You get married because you need a live human being with a personality, with opinion, with moods, even with crazy shtick. But you need a person to share your life with. Not a love, not money. Is nothing about your wife can be more important than your wife. Otherwise, she will feel alone in the world, and that's literally dangerous, unhealthy. When, when a couple discovers that they, the only things holding them together is some shared interests, and those interests begin to change, is divorce the healthy thing to do? Only as a last resort. The healthiest thing to do is to start to appreciate each other. Get past the things. And that, by the way, is the definition of intimacy. Intimacy means the ability to blend into each other beyond all things. Put all things aside, including sex, meaning not a performance. If sex becomes a performance, it, it gets between you. You're both busy with your performance. You're not connecting to each other. Which is why after having sex, you have to ask each other, how was it? <laughs> As if you missed it. <laughs> I missed it. I wasn't there. How was it? So we need to reclaim intimacy. We've lost it. Now, with so many people... With so many people being affected by the pandemic, and we're certainly experiencing this in, in Michigan, where my show is uh, based, um, this sense of pandemic fatigue and, and people that are beginning to let their guard down and try to resume their, their normal activities and, and being out in the world and not wearing masks and all that... Um, is is there something that we should do to um, curb that impatience a little bit? I, th I think the impatience is, besides protecting my health, is there anything more to life? It, you can't reduce life down to stay healthy. That's not enough. It, it's not it's not compelling okay okay so after i get healthy then what i still don't have a life <laughs> so we're saying there's got to be more to life than being healthy let's get on with it but we, we don't know how to do that taking off the mask is not the solution but that's but that's what it's saying people are saying I know, I know I should be healthy, and we all need to be healthy, and we all need to be alive, but why? Where is the justification? Where is the meaning? What's the compelling purpose for getting up in the morning so that I don't die? What's, it's not enough. What's the, what's the first step in shifting from 
a lifestyle to a life? I think our lifestyle has been simply a very sophisticated way of surviving. And that's not life, that's just existence. We have a very good existence, better probably than any time in history. Our existence is so comfortable. We have all the space we need, we have all the freedom we need, we have all the provisions that existing demands. I need to eat so that I can continue existing. I need to sleep so that I can continue existing. So if I have what to eat and I have where to live and I have, then I can exist again tomorrow, which means tomorrow I will need to eat and need to sleep so that I can exist again for the next day. That's not a life. That's just maintenance. Life means what difference does my existence make? What am I contributing? Why is my being here meaningful? I can continue being here, but I need to know what makes it important, what makes it meaningful. That's life. The effect you have by existing is the life you have. The existence itself is kind of depressing. So we, we come home, we go to sleep, we get up in the morning, we have something to eat, then what? Mm-hmm, exactly. And it's become so bad that we get up and we go to work and we come home and our family is annoying because our life seems to be in our, in our careers, in our projects, in our, in our entertainment. So the most important and significant people in our lives have become the annoyance. They interfere with my career. They're distracting me from my, hab my hobbies. And I think that being home and, and not being able to run around and go to sports events and go shopping and nightclubs, and I think we've turned inward in a healthy way. I was we just going to ask. Appreciate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was just, just going to ask, man, has, has the pandemic inadvertently given us all an opportunity to reset? Absolutely. That, that is the most, uh, precisely what it did. And, and many people are taking advantage of that. And I think we should focus on the fact that we've become a better society, more sensitive, more concerned, and more intolerant of the craziness. But for a lot of people, it's, you know, it, it, it's great, it, you know, everything ground to a halt, and, and it's a chance to do a reset, but then what? They, they don't know what to do differently. Right. I think that's why uh, the, the talks and, and the conversations online on YouTube have become so popular. It focuses on life, not on how to exist better. And that's what people need. That's what they want to hear. And the bottom line is, and really this is, this is like the future of, of psychology, the <laughs> bottom line is we need to stop feeling needy. We are not the needy ones. I need to eat. Why? So that I can continue to exist so that I eat tomorrow. I don't need this. 
I really don't need all my needs. They're imposed on me. If I designed myself, I wouldn't need to eat. If I invented myself, I wouldn't need to sleep. These are not my ideas. This is how I was created. Well, why? So we got to rethink the most fundamental religious concepts. God is the one who's vulnerable and needy and in love. That's why he created the world. We just have to respond and accept his mission, his purpose, his, his need of us. So we've got to go from being needy to feeling needed. It is so crucial psychologically as well as religiously. You know, worshiping a God who doesn't need you. Just try that on for a minute. Worship a God who doesn't need you. Is that not evil? <laughs> Worship me, I don't need you. Oh, that, that is so bad. Is and, and what does it leave you feeling? Like, like an abused wife being told to love her husband. <clears throat> is the Bible and and the the Torah are uh, do these contain the instruction? I, I, I guess I want to refer to them as the instruction manuals for living a life beyond survival. For sure. But it's even more than that. The Torah is basically God's autobiography. It's God giving himself to us. This is me. This is what gets me angry. This is what gets me happy. This is why I created. This is why I need you. And God actually reveals, why did I create you? Because it's not good to be alone. That's God saying. So you're saying we should behave a little bit more like company. Yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should stop we should stop focusing on our needs because they're not really our needs those needs are created for us god needs us to eat and god needs us to sleep and god needs us to be the humans that we are so we are more needed than we are needy that is so liberating but for uh mere company Oh no. You know what 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 is what is the horror of being alone? Why is it so terrible to be alone in the world? I don't know. I don't think there is an answer. It's a divine instinct. God doesn't like being alone. And before creation, he was alone. So he creates us, gives us freedom of choice so that we're not just a clone. And now, he's not alone. He has us. Now it's we. And that's perfect. But being alone is perfection with no purpose. And we say, oh, God is so perfect, he needs nothing. Well, that sounds like nothing. You're perfect, you need nothing. Where do you go from there? Nothing, it's sterile. 
So we have to find the romantic side of God. He hates being alone, and we are created in his image, so we also hate being alone. You know, you know that uh, famous song, uh, Piano Man? Which one? Piano Man. By oh, yeah, by Billy Joel. Billy Joel, yeah. So the line there, which I think is brilliant, he says, they're sharing a drink they call loneliness, but it's better than drinking alone. That's so powerful. Even loneliness is not the biggest problem because you can share loneliness. You go to a party, you go out, you meet somebody, but then you go home and you realize you're not lonely. You're alone. And that kills you. That, that, that weakens your immune system, makes you vulnerable to every disease, and, and we can't afford that. I like, so, what, I like what Alan Sherman wrote. He said, my God has a sense of humor. Otherwise, why would there be an avocado or a duckbill platypus? Yeah. <laughs> or some people I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that, you know, leads me into the question that, uh, you know, uh, were we created because God needed a laugh? We're created because God needed a spouse. Not needed. Needs. God needs us to be with him so that he is not the only thing in the universe. It's that oneness, that, that completeness, the difference between me versus we. But and that, that's what we're not getting in marriage. We're not becoming a we. We're just living side by side, having fun. But at the end of the day, we're alone in the world because we haven't had that intimate bond. But how do we, how do we get past doubt and uncertainty? Mm. Yep, that's a big one. I mean, that seems to be the, the key to all of it. Um, you know, people have a tendency to make up their own rules and, you know, answers to why things happen the way they happen. And it, it's, we're becoming less and less likely to believe what someone else says. Mm -hmm. even God. Correct. That's why God gave us freedom of choice. Don't just take my word for it. Try it on. How does it feel to you? Does it ring with truth? <clears throat> I'm not sure what blind faith means, but it don't sound good. Blind is never good. Blind faith? No. Have faith in what you sense to be the truth when, when it is offered. In other words, if someone claims this is the truth, try it on. See if it feels true. If you're told to just believe it blindly, then you can't trust it. So we do have an instinct for truth. We, we, you know, we have a, a sense of, oh, wow, that's true. So... The doubts come from having an overflow of information. Well, we, we certainly too have many that. exceptions. 
heavy exception makes us doubt the rule. And, and that's not even logical. There are rules and there, there are exceptions to the rule. That doesn't cancel the rule. And it's so frustrating talking to teenagers today who are raised with this doubt built into their education. And I say, uh, marriage is between a man and a woman. Oh, no, I know two guys who are married to each other. Okay, that's the exception. Yeah, so marriage is not a man and a woman. The exception does not destroy the rule. And that's where the doubts start coming in. You know, husbands and wives are there for each other. They're supporting and protecting each other. Oh, no, I know a man who beats his wife. Okay, come on. <laughs> why, why does every exception create confusion? The exception proves the rule. So just because it's possible that there's no God doesn't mean you should entertain that possibility. Yes, it's possible there is no God. So what do you want to do? Uh, nothing. <laughs> so not every possibility is a valid possibility. It's possible your mother switched you in the hospital and she's not really your mother at all. Okay, what do you want to do about that? <laughs> yeah, I Don't think entertain... she, she may have tried to leave without me, but I think they made her take me home. Right. <laughs> um, you know, the guy says his, his, he got lost in the park and he asked the policeman, you think, you think my father will find me? Uh, you think we'll find my father? He says, I don't know. There are so many places he could hide. <laughs> That's a great one. Um, Manis, we're, we're almost out of time, and I'm enjoying this conversation with you very much. Um, but I always want to give guests an opportunity to um, find out where they can learn more about about you and, and the things that you want to share. Um, I, I keep referring to your... Uh, popularity on YouTube, but you also have a uh, uh, critically acclaimed cable TV series. Do you have a website where people can explore and find where you are? Yes, it is. It's good to know dot org. It's good to know dot org. Well, Manus, I, I I can't thank you enough for spending time with me and the listeners this morning. It was a pleasure, and if that's what you do with your radio show, you're a blessing to the world. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I can I can use all the blessings I can get. Oh, uh, you are the blessing. Oh, thank you so much. You are needed, not needy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, and yeah. and you are as well. And. Uh, and, and be well, stay safe, and keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. That was uh, Rabbi Manus Friedman. He is the uh, host of a critically acclaimed cable TV series called Torah Forum with Manus Friedman, which is syndicated throughout North America, and he's also known as YouTube's most popular rabbi. We're going to have uh, more of the Tom Sumner program uh, coming up in just a moment, but we're going to let our broadcast partners squeeze in a few words or do whatever they do when we go to break. If you're streaming the show at TomSumnerProgram.com, we have some messages as well. So don't touch that dial. Don't click Hi, that mouse. Hi, this is Joe Bye from the Blue Lions, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner program.
While we've been staying safe at home, scientists have been on a journey. The destination, a COVID-19 vaccine. This journey began decades ago with research into other coronaviruses. Scientists built from there with months of research and development, cooperation with other experts worldwide, and clinical trials on tens of thousands of volunteers of diverse race, age, and health status. They arrived at a safe, effective vaccine, and hundreds of thousands in Michigan have already been vaccinated. But the next step is ours. We need to get the vaccine when we can, keep wearing masks correctly, and taking precautions until we reach our destination, freedom from COVID-19, and getting back to the lives we love. Discover the facts for yourself at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Start your weekend early with the Tom Sumner Program every Friday live at 11. We turn the spotlight on the world of arts and entertainment featuring artists from music, TV, and the movies. Catch everything from the rich local talent pool in and around Flint and Genesee County to up-and-coming stars of stage and screen, plus legends from New York and Hollywood. Hi, this is Greg Nagy. Hey, this is Hoppa. Hi, this is Joe Bye from the Blue Lions. Hi, this is Alexander Zonjic. Hi, this is Mark Farner. This is Maurice Davis. Hi, this is... This is Rochelle Ray. Hi there, folks. This is Sweet Willie T. Hey, this is Steve from the Nashville office. I'm Gwen Pennyman Hemphill. Start your weekend right. Go to 11 Fridays on the Tom Sumner Program. Those hands, no matter whose they are, can spread the germs of many common diseases. That's why I want you to realize how important it is to keep hands clean, to wash them regularly and always before meals with Life Boy, which not only removes dirt, but helps to remove germs. Teach the children this habit. Form it yourself. Always use Life Boy for hands and face as well as the back. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. Tom Sumner, 
This is First Ward City Councilman Eric Mays, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Sometimes our daily lives don't go as planned. Got to roll with it, enjoy the ride. Keep it in your heart, and things will go right. And your life can be beautiful, so true, so pure, so wonderful. Yeah, Jesus. I believe in you We're blessed in so many ways We don't understand The master's plan we cannot conceive Oh, it's you in my life I feel so right Knowing you're there Watching over me So true, so pure So wonderful Yeah, Jesus I believe in you So many people They don't know you They need to know you I believe in you I believe in you I believe in you I believe in you Living in the now is what he wants us to do Worry about tomorrow or yesterday. Keep him in your heart. Things will go right, knowing you're there, watching over me. So true, so pure, so wonderful. Yeah, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe in you Because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. He lets me rest in the meadow grass and leads me beside the quiet streams. He restores my failing health. He helps me do what honors him the most. Even when walking through the dark valley of death, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me, guarding, guiding all the way. You provide delicious food for me in the presence of my enemies. You have welcomed me as your guest. Blessings overflow. Your goodness and unfailing kindness shall be with me all of my life and afterwards I will live with you forever in your home, in your home, in your home, in your home.
It was silent as a rock Even the devil could not find a key To the doors that had no lock It was a quality that could only be described By the ones who found Jesus there inside in that little church by the side of the road and the people came from miles around just to hear that preacher man speak raised up on his toes yeah he put on a show on the seventh day of the week had a quality that could only be described by the ones who found reason to survive in that little church by the side of the road and the choir sang slightly out of tune as the paper fans held off the Spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. single night munching popcorn from a dish while observing Dorothy Gish Dorothy Gish Dorothy Gish what a dish what a dish oh. 
well and yet I couldn't have it better Their TV set has remote control So they both can stay in bed with Frankenstein and Mr. Ed Stay in bed What a dish of Art Linklater, and they love to sing along with Mitch. They just found in TV Guide, reruns of December Bride. TV Guide, stay in bed, what a dish. They're big fans of Gunsmoke and Bonanza, and Ben Casey and Dr. Jim Kildare, and third reruns of Millionaire, and fourth reruns of Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear, TV Guide, stay in bed, what a dish. Alan Yetta love to watch Loretta when she enters through her fancy door. They just love the real McCoys, Walter Cronkite and the Bowery Boys. Real McCoys, Yogi Bear, TV Guide, stay in bed, what a dish. Got Wrinkly watching Huntley Brinkley and College Bowl on Sunday afternoons. While they both watch Meet the Press, Yetta yearns for Elliot Ness. Meet the Press, Real McCoys, Yogi Bear, TV Guide, Stay in Bed, What a Dish. an operetta. Leonard Bernstein told them what they saw. They both shouted, Hail Bernstein. Then they switched to What's My Line? What's My Line? Meet the Press. Real McCoys. Yogi Bear. TV Guide. Stay in bed. What a dish. Told Yetta something that upset her. He said, Dear, our picture tube has blown. Yetta answered, Woe is me, for tonight we shall not see. What's my line? Meet the press. Real McCoys. Yogi Bear. TV guy. Stay in bed. What a dish. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. TomSumnerProgram.com The Tom Sumner Program.com The Tom Sumner Program.com You pilots get off of my lawn! We're trying to do a radio show down here. It's a Tom Sumner program, don't you know? Go on. Go on, get out of here. <laughs>